Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Crush Podcast by Marina City. I'm your host, Ryan Argas, and I am with Boom Boom Pow, Eric Samizorea, the drummer. Is that a black, black Eyed Peas reference? Black Eyed Peas reference today. Uh, today we are going to talk about the first song that we ever wrote for The Crush called Cravings. What happened with it? How do we write it? What it's about? Uh, just different facts, fun facts about it. So sit back, relax, get some popcorn, get some drinks, drink up, and listen to us talk for about a half hour about cravings. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Crush Podcast. Enjoy. Cravings was the first song that we wrote for The Crush. Yes. Right. And when was that? Uh, I feel like the first, I probably sent the first demo to you probably January 20, 2018? 20, 20, well, we, we saw a demo earlier. No, definitely not 2019. No. We yeah, saw a demo earlier that was in February of... Uh, February 8th of 2018. So, and we knew that there was already something before that. That's true. So it was was at least, at least January probably could have even been December 2017. Yeah, December 2017. I I mean, and what made you, what what made you come up with that beat? Because the beat is in 6-8. Yeah. Which a lot of people were having, when we were first showing industry people about it, they were really concerned about it being in 6-8 because- just there's no song on radio being in six eight. Uh, a lot of people just listen to four four. Uh, can you just go over on what six eight actually means first of all, and why you even decided to do that? Yeah. So so basically, what six eight means is that there's there's six eighth notes in a measure. So there's it's counted in six as opposed to your standard one two three four. So cravings is. One, two, three, four, five, six. So it's like sort of waltzy. I know what you like, girl. Top of that, it's also like got a little bit of swing to it, right. so it gets. So p- I think part of the reason why I did it was I think I sort of did it selfishly as a drummer because mm. I wanted. I I realized that we'd never really had anything that sort of swings or is triplety in any way. Um, so I wanted to see what that was would be like, and then also the weirdest sort of inspiration for the song for me on the first demos, which is weird because it doesn't come across at all. But I was listening to so much Anderson Pack at the time. 
Interesting. And I was getting really into like the the Dilla swing, the sloppy yeah. sort of hip hop grooves. So like yeah. the first early demos, like a lot of the rhythms are sort of sloppy. It's and very displaced. sloppy. Very I sloppy. actually do remember that when you said that and we were talking about can this work? Can we keep this in there? And I think we even kept some of your fake you some of the drums that you made in the actual recording? Yeah. Well we were we were listening to the demo today because I hadn't heard it in mm. a long time. Yeah. And I realized that that our producer basically took the snare sound that I was messing around with and sort of like made it better, which is funny because that snare sound that I used in the verses, and I'm sure we'll play it, yeah. um, is actually like it's a it's a sample of like a like a break beat in like four four that I just like chopped. So it's actually like it's like the beginning of like oh, so that's why totally it sounds group. super super sloppy. Yeah, it's totally wrong, but it's <laughs> like it's really but cool. I just like dropped it in. <clears throat> what is the difference between? Six eight and three four. Why wasn't it just in three four? Um, I mean, you could or say you just you could say you, three, you could you could say they're they're the same sort of. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get really technical, you could almost say that that cravings is in is in nine, <laughs> just and because you, it's triplets so anytime, layered on the gotcha. threes. So it's gotcha. But um, I mean, yeah, it's it's just a really it's sort of a waltzy kind of thing. Thing, yeah. I shouldn't say waltzy. It's not really waltzy, but but it should be because three yeah, yeah. four is always waltzy, yeah, yeah. right? No, yeah. I mean that's what I was learning when I was learning guitar and everything yeah. was that. It'd I mean, be like, more. yeah, I guess three four would be more waltz, and then six eight is more like like a ballad almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I like guess a, and, like and, a soul and, song. and kind of cravings is a, a very soulful. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, immediately I remember when you sent it to me, it was just piano and that breakbeat kind of thing you were just yeah. talking about, and immediately I thought of. You know the Michael Jacksons, the uh, uh, like just a Motown kind of thing, totally. and that's what I wanted to do. You know the song. You know, I'm maybe getting ahead of myself a little bit, but the song is is about sex, right? And it's whoa, <laughs> whoa, and I, and whoa, right? And it's the first time <laughs> we ever really talked about it. Um, and well, the, I, it, it sounds weird when you say we. Yeah, <laughs> we when we were we ever talked the first about, time we've ever yeah, talked we, we about like it. We like figured out what it was, and we yeah. like this was a big eye opening of what. Yeah, no, um, but no, it was the first time that Marina City ever wrote about it, and the, the funny thing about it was, uh, Toter at rehearsal just literally asked me. We were recording, uh, no, we weren't even recording. We we're just rehearsing, and we stopped. There was like some lull in our practice, and he goes, "Ryan, can you write a song about sex?" And I was just like, what? He's like, dude, we have no songs about sex. There's so many artists that have songs about sex, and we don't have not a single one. And I was like, I was like, well, none of us experienced it before. <laughs> yeah, none of us are married. So. <laughs> none of us are married. Um, and, and, and he was just like, uh, he, he just laughed about it, whatever the case is. And I said, you know what? Why don't we do that? But the thing is, is that I was always hesitant of doing it because yeah. – I feel like a lot of Marina City music uh, has a lot of layers to it and there's a lot of storylines to it. And that's like a purposely what I want to do and, and have bigger meanings than what you see on the surface. And it's hard to have a song just solely about sex, uh, just have something more about it. Yeah. So 
it took me a while, maybe two years, and we kind of dabbled with it in Terminal with Royalty and mm-hmm. Thieves. Those songs have some sexual innuendos and stuff like that in it, but it was it never really went that route. So it's like, okay, this song, like you just said, has this like dirty beat. Um, it's soulful with this six eight thing. I kind of feel like I just want to like like growl in it. It's like, okay, this is that time that I can to help with Toter what he's been wanting to have for, for yeah, that, that's yeah. We're, <laughs> so, we're just here to accomplish Toter's yeah, dreams. So, <laughs> so uh, I, you know, I wanted to do that, but it honestly, it wasn't an easy song to write again because of just what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, it, it took me a while to find what I believe the right words were because it was just like, how can I not be so obvious but still be like, you know what this yeah. is? We're on top of the ceiling. When I'm not scared of heights, you're the drug and I'm dealing. No, we won't come down this high. Cranking your posture, all your composure. You got what you're wanting, so baby, it's over. Cause I know what you like, girl. Yeah. We're scratching and pinching and making a mess and There ain't no stopping, there's only beginning. I'm the one dancing and she's the one singing. Um, yeah. but th- I think you did a good job of sort of layering a bit of story in there too. Right. Like you can, like, it's not just about, uh, you know, the one thing it's, it's about sort of how they view each other in the situation. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like, I always <laughs> thought of it as like a one night stand rather. That's how I was trying yeah. to think, okay, what would that story be? And like, when I'm thinking of cravings, I'm thinking of like, Okay, a musty, nasty motel, um, and these people are just hooking up for one night, and um, it's got to be quick. It's not. This isn't love. This isn't like this is lust. This is full on lust. Seven deadly sins. Yeah, and we just got to get. I'm getting in and getting out. Yeah, it's like, like I I may not. (laughs) They may not even know each other prior to it. Um, but at that moment, they truly needed it, and uh. And I just think it's kind of funny. A lot of people so far has been saying that they've been really liking the song, and I'm glad that it, that they like this song. Um, but it is always just funny to perform it and being like when people don't know what's going on. Yeah. And at this point, we try to make some kind of like light of it um, yeah. because it's still I don't know it's just still kind of awkward. We're like, all right, yeah, it's, but it's fun. It's kind of a raunchy tune for sure. It is. It is. Yeah. 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 But um, but it's interesting that you say that you were inspired by. Uh, Anderson Pack because uh, I was like really inspired writing it well with um, the weekend and I yeah, think that's kind of yeah. where this was kind of going. Yeah, and I I definitely think like like the weekend vibe carried over into the final product where I I think we might we might have uh, we brought we brought Anderson Pack back for for money but yeah but for this one I don't think. The Anderson Pockness really stayed. You know, but it, it, I mean, it was originally like it's that soulful right. feel right. that kind of kicked it off. And I'm actually a little bummed that it didn't because I feel like if we were to write Cravings right now, I think we would have kept some more that uh, Anderson Pock thing. I don't think we would have I mean, went so much. Yeah, no, I, I don't know though. Because you think I we would You think I think that Cravings is really um, theatrical for sure. And I don't know if we would have done that at this yeah. moment right now. But I'm not saying that it isn't us. It isn't because yeah. we are. We can be theatrical and everything else yeah. with that, and 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 it's awesome. But I'm just. It's just interesting yeah. 
because this EP has taken so long to write that even our writing styles may have even changed just from this. Yeah, I definitely I could see that. But I think the the other thing about cravings when I when I started writing it as I was really envisioning, okay, how would like the opening track of an EP or an LP go? Right. The, the new era of Marina City. Yeah. And oddly enough, this didn't end up being the opener. <laughs> it was going to be was, all the way up was, until I the know, day it was, and the day that we like submitted it to AWOL. It was yeah. real close. But this this song, I think, I mean, and especially the fact that it comes in at like like what, two minutes, thirty seconds. Like it's super short. Yeah. yeah. Just in and out. Shortest song we ever wrote. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I think uh like part of part of my vision for it was that it was it was sort of to like set the stage. So I think like the the theatrical aspects of it were pseudo intentional. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that. Yeah. yeah. That like. Uh, yeah. It's dramatic. It is know? dramatic. Yeah. Cinematic. Yeah, it's cinematic yeah. and dramatic and and a little creepy and mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of undertones that you can take from it that you don't necessarily have to think of. Just because I told you that the song was just basically straight up a hookup doesn't necessarily mean that that that's that's just my interpretation. It could be yeah. anyone else's no, interpretation. No, absolutely. You know? Um, you know, what I was kind of thinking about was, you know, we were writing so much music at that time, mm-hmm. in the beginning. Um, and we had written so much music for Terminal before that, like 60 songs. Yeah. And then we wrote, I don't know, maybe we were already through like half a dozen songs or maybe a yeah. dozen songs at the time. What do you think, or why do you think Cravings became like the catalyst of the, like of what we were doing from that moment on, like what, what, what was about cravings that made us go, okay, this is our sound now, yeah, and this is what we're going to bring to it. Where we had all these other songs, yeah. was it because we just had that song completed, or was it like, what do you, what do you think that was? I mean, could it have just been another song, and it, it was just the luck of the draw? I mean, I think, I think it could have just as easily been addicted, yeah. But I, I think that cravings, I mean, a large part of it was was that cravings was weird, you know, like. Yeah. Cravings very much was a was a statement where addicted was I don't want to say it's not a statement and it ended up becoming, you know, a statement song for us. Yeah. But I think, you know, when when the people we were working with when we first started recording it, uh, when they heard it, they were like, All right, I think this has gotta be the one. Yeah. Because it just made I mean, we we went into the recording process uh, with you know three songs in mind of right. what we wanted to do, and we were hoping to record all of them, but we weren't sure which one was going to be first. And we decided that we wanted to go with whatever was going to make our producer the most excited. Right. And for whatever reason, that was cravings. Cravings, yeah. So which I was think it just, which was Jordan at the time yeah. from Glass Arrow. Jordan Desorbo. Yeah, Jordan Desorbo. And then we talk about him on the in the last podcast a uh, little bit intro on him. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, he could have picked a completely different song at the time yeah. and we would have been on a different route. But I, I think it's interesting because, uh, I mean, I think even if even if he had picked Addicted, I think it would have been a similar thing. Uh, yeah, but but we wrote, I guess we wrote Addicted around the same time as Cravings, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying with that is like, we had these two songs, mm-hmm. but we also had the working title Rose all, all day. We had like song 29 and, you know, I mean, we had all these other songs. We, did, yeah. we had all these other songs at the time. Um, you know, we even had that one um, uh, that we really, really liked. Uh, something about, um, actually, 
I'm I'm pretty sure I'm using some of the words for runaways, which is Whoa. Whoa. I just talked about Whoa. a new song. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'm actually using some of it. But we had that yeah. uh you know you said I was born to run, uh, but you ran away from me. Remember that song? It was like really What made us go, this is the song, this actually fits us from this new era. Because we could have went that other yeah. route. No, it's true. We gave, yeah. we gave Jordan multiple different uh, I mean, I think it, I think it was, uh, I mean, a, a lot of it too was was what we were listening to at the time. And like you said, The weekend was very much high in everyone's playlist. Yeah. And Anderson Pack was everywhere yeah. and, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was, I... I don't know, you know, that's it's kind of maybe it was just like a fate thing. Yeah. Like if we picked a different song, we would have just been a totally different band. Well, we do, you know, I think I'd like to think that the reason why Cravings was the beginning and why we all went to it was because it had a little bit of all of us in it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, it had the smooth. This croonerness kind of thing that I've always wanted to explore, but also the grit of my vocals generally, or, yeah. or you know, just um, with like the Michael Jackson kind yeah. of feel that I've always been a big fan of. And then you being able to have that kind of weird beat and that weird um, like time signature, yeah. quote unquote weird. Yeah. Um, Toter doing these Toter being sort of sleek, yeah, sleek kind of sexy guitar right, parts, right? And then you know, and Matt's always been R and B kind and of the, feeling. The, yeah, the song's very piano based. Yeah, too, and very. You know? And so all of those, just like you know, we can go on and on, but all those things, I think you can see a little bit of oh, there's there's Matt, there's Eric, there's Aaron, there's whatever the case is. Um, and I think that maybe we didn't know that at the time, but subconsciously, you know, but subconsciously, yeah. that's the reason why we we gravitated towards it, which then gravitated us towards just how we write in general yeah. and what kind of quote unquote genre we are and yeah. all that jazz, because it all stems from a little bit of the cravings, which is funny because cravings may be a little bit of the outlier of, of the record yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if there wasn't cravings, there wouldn't be all those other songs. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think without cravings, there's no addicted. Right, hundred percent. I mean, honestly, if it, there wasn't any cravings, I probably wouldn't have the kind of courage uh, and and curiosity and um, creativity to write like Strawberry because yeah. that I would never have written a song like Strawberry yeah. um, in 2017 or 2016. You know, Absolutely. if we didn't have a cravings, yeah. And then cravings opened up to just in general having production. Right. I mean, we always the first song we've ever used. It was primarily production. Yeah. So you want to so, talk a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, so so I think that craving sort of set the stage on on how the crush was was created as a whole. Um, so we went in to Jordan DeSorbo's studio, Glass Arrow Audio, to record Cravings, and we did like a pretty like a rock version of it, like pretty similar to how we play it live. Yeah. I would say. 
Um, and I don't know if it was supposed to be rock, though. I think it was just that song no, we knew yeah, how to do. We, think, just, we, we had six instruments. Yeah, I, I mean, this is, it was the only way we knew how to do it. Yeah. So we we did what we knew how to do, and we had a, a product that we were excited about, and we were like, right. cool. But our, our goal from the get-go was to get it produced by somebody else. Right, right. right? So we took it to... The man, the myth, the legend, Dino Zysis. Dino Zysis, baby. Dino Zysis. I never know how to pronounce his last name. Dino Zysis. <laughs> and then, uh, what was his middle name? It was a, I don't know. It's, something, it's like Jonathan, but in Greek. I don't know. Dino Tedward Zysis. Genevo? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just making You're, shit up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just making shit up. Um, so, so, yeah, we, t- we took it to him. And we we gave him this rock song, and Dino was coming off of working with Lady Gaga and doing like he is very much a pop top forty producer. Right, that's right. his wheelhouse. That's what he produces. That's what he gets called for. So we gave him this rock song. What am I supposed to do with this? And we were just like, I mean, it, we after a ton of like probably like four hours of of talking through with him and sort of like evaluating what our vision for the song was, mm-hmm. we just were like, just take it and see what happens. Right. happy that he did because that basically was yeah. oh here's your foundation it's true and it was terrifying because he literally told us like we were all in the studio with him and he's like you might not like what you get back and we were like well this this is our shot and we wanted to shoot our shot because we were yeah. like this you know we wanted to push this for radio at right. the time it was like the only song we were doing we were going to release a single right this is right before we were playing picnic right so we wanted to put it out uh, before picnic and try and see if we could get a radio push. Um, so we were like, let's, you know, let's let's see this thing through. Yeah. Let's see how far down the rabbit right. hole we can go. And that's actually when we learned more about the music industry because we're yeah. like, all right, so we release a single. Then what happens? We don't have anything lined up from there. And then it's just like, here's this random song that just comes out of nowhere yeah. that's completely different from everything Marina City has ever been before. Yeah. And then we're just like, all right, well, now let's go record a record. Like, how is that? And we don't even know what that, like, yeah. we weren't even sure if this is the sound, the sound that we were going for. For sure. Yeah. We're just like, this is the first song we yeah. had. So, yeah, I think fortunately we didn't yeah. put it out. But, you know, at the same time, like, it drove us insane. Did, and I yeah. think there's still residual yeah. bit of that because we, like, I, I mean, we've had this song since April 2017, right? Right, right. 20, 2018? 
Uh, I mean, I just showed you a, maybe yeah, it was 20, yeah, 2018. And I and we even I mean, we even played it so many times. We were going to so far yeah. shows. We did it at picnic, like you yeah. said. We did it at our headliner yeah. uh, tour. We were performing every day. And we're yeah. like, hey, this this song is actually coming out this month in <laughs> April of 2018. Yeah. We were saying this song is going to come out this month. Uh, so you guys are the first ones to hear it. They were the first ones to hear it. Yeah. But the song did comes out two years later. Yeah. <laughs> so One I mean, I, I'm so glad that people stick with us and it's exciting. And it's actually yeah. interesting because there's people that like are, that hit us up and go, oh, I love Cravings or when are you going to release that All That I Want yeah. Is You song or whatever the case is. Um, and it was like, dude, I don't know because yeah. and at some point we didn't even know if it was going to be on The Crush. It's true. We were like, maybe this just doesn't even work out. But it was like, dude, this song is cool. You know, maybe it is an outlier of this stuff, but who gives a fuck, man? It's like we're Marina we, City. We do whatever yeah. we want. And you know what? You know what's cool is, is I'm so happy that that people have responded so well because yeah. I think part of it too is I think we've gotten really in our heads because we've had this song for almost two right. years. Right. Like like this song is it's straight up old to us. Right. So it's great to have like New Year's hearing yeah. it and being like, oh no, this song is cool because I feel like. Somewhere along the way, we like almost forgot that yeah. the song is cool. Yeah, I mean, we. Uh, <laughs> I even found the video of us probably recording it for the first time in Matt's basement, uh, doing like a video series that we thought we were going to release right around the same time that we released our reimagined versions of Terminal songs, yeah. uh, which you can find on YouTube and all that jazz. Um, but we did a version of Cravings, thinking we were going to release that the next thing, and. It was pretty good. Yeah. But um, we have, we're, we're probably better. Yeah. We, we've done it, you know, tons of times now, but it's like the thought of, and we looked like babies at that time too. True. You know, just the way that we yeah. looked. I mean, two you years got ago. a full beard I now. Full, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like stuck on an island now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's, so it's just, it's, it's really interesting to have a song this long and be, like you said, actually, all these songs we've had for a long time mm-hmm. that we were getting concerned that maybe these aren't the best yeah. anymore. I mean, I remember, just, yeah. I remember having the same thoughts on Addicted. Like, by the time we released Addicted, that was, what, six months to a year of us yeah. having it? Yeah. And we were, like, already almost burned out on it. Yeah. And, so, our, and our manager at the time, uh, I remember, like, in September told me, it was like, what do you think about not releasing a song until 2019? And I was like, are you, are you kidding me? Yeah. Dude, we haven't released music since 2017. Yeah. There's just no way this is going to happen. But, you know, and I think we've, you know, there may have been some fans that lost interest from it, but we've been able to gain so many different fans from yeah. it. Um, and a lot of our fans stuck by us, which is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Uh, and it's really cool to to be able to grow up with a lot of these fans as well. For sure. Yeah. Um, so just in general, you know, what are the instrumentation that is in this? Like, what what synths, what kind of percussions did we use in this uh, song? Oh, I mean, there's a lot of them, right? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you even take took some beats from the demo that you were saying that we just yeah, slashed in there. Like, I, I I know that there's a bunch of like little vocal chops that I made in the original demo that right. made it into the final thing. Um, th- the original drum tracks from tracking it at Glass Air Audio with Jordan are buried um, and like super distorted. Those are still in the verses. Yeah. Like everything that we played at Glass Air Audio is, is, is in, in there. there. I think it's actually interesting. This is the first time that we uh, found this out and I'm sure this is a common thing, but I thought it was really cool. Um, Dino took out all the bass of Aaron's bass playing. Yeah. And then 
but kept it. He just took it like he EQ'd it enough that there's no bass and it's just a really yeah, tinny, there's no, there's like no tinny, trubbly yeah, yeah. kind of thing, no low end. And then he puts an 808 underneath it or like a, a bassier synth yeah. underneath it. And so you hear Aaron's bass playing because mm-hmm. it's there, but yeah. you're actually feeling this synth or whatever. And I think that's so cool. And, uh, and I think it really changed our writing style that way too and how we record yeah. just because of that as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, this was the first song we've ever really like wrote like as producers, quote unquote. Right. Like we wrote this song on laptops and then it's, you know, it's funny because like when we first, when we first got like our, our recording back of the final thing from Dino, like I think it freaked us out because we were like, are people going to think we're still a rock band? Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, like we wrote this song on computers. Right. And then, <laughs> and then we learned it and played it live and then it ended up being like mostly like a like a digital song. Right. And I think you know? actually what you just said is like, oh, are they gonna still think we're a rock band or whatever the case is? That I think was why the crush is so liberating, is because we were able to do whatever we wanted, not worrying about genres. Yeah. But prior to it we were. Yeah. I mean like you know, we were doing warp tour, we were doing Riot Fest and it was like, mm-hmm. all right, so we gotta do these breakdowns, we gotta do these different things. And we yeah. kinda talk about it in the previous uh episode of the Crush podcast, but it's just really cool to listen to the Crush uh EP and go, wow, there's so much influence in here. There's so much and just different cool things in it and we were just like we're just going to do it and who cares? I mean, yeah. I think that's what's cool about music right now is that it, it, it's genreless and uh, and being able to be free with that is, is just really, yeah. is really nice. And it all started because of the crush and being super nervous, but letting ourselves just let go and just yeah. do it. And, you know, look, make no mistake, like sometimes it totally hurts to not play as much drums on right. a song or, you know, really like rip that guitar solo. Right. But at the end of the day, like the crush the crush really showed us how to how to service a song. Mm. Like we had this vision and we saw it through and we wrote for what the song needed. Right. 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 Um and then just the last couple things that uh I wanted to talk about. Uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about something that I realized after listening to The Crush a bunch, and it really started um, with Cravings, is that I I talk, like, in almost every song, besides Up All Night, I think, there was some, like, religious, uh, like, symbolism or, uh, like, talking about it. Do you, do you ever realize that? I actually... You- now that you're saying it, I I do realize and, that, and it's so interesting to me, and in like almost I'm dissecting myself at the yeah. time, of like you know in cravings they say um, they say God cannot save us, yeah, uh, and then I talk about like in addicted there's heaven's not right, yeah, uh, and then just and so on it just goes there, and I'm and I'm not really too sure why mm-hmm. uh, I think that maybe religion has is is really interesting that it can be really sweet and innocent and and good yeah and then it can also be the exact opposite yeah. of it and and it could be like taboo and yeah. it could be like just just people can have negative uh things with it and coming from someone that's not really religious yeah. um using these things i just felt like i was able to 
say everything I wanted to say with metaphors and stuff like that that everyone can yeah. understand because I well, use that. I, you know, it's funny is is now that you mention it, I feel like it's a good reflection of like our generation almost. Yeah, you know, like like when you talk about um, people being loosely religious or sort of right. like uh, I don't want to say like religious betrayal necessarily, right, right. but like, I feel like I know these people, right. you know, like who maybe once were religious as kids and they're now doing the stuff they're doing and cravings, right? Right. right. You know, yeah, like, exactly. It's like, exactly. <laughs> it's just like this, like, uh, yeah. this innocence can be lost yeah, from yeah. it or, you know, you could turn, it could turn its back on you. Um, and it's, you know, it has, it's not necessarily a commentary on religion itself. No, it's just not. like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a zeitgeist. Yeah. Like straight up. It's just. It's it is yeah. our generation. Yeah, you know? it's part of it's part of the art. Well, anyways, anything else that you wanted to talk about with the cravings before we wrap this up here? I don't think so. I think we covered. I everything. mean, cravings is a two minute and 37, 41 minute song. I don't know. Forty seven seconds. Twenty. Yeah, something super short. Yeah. And it's so interesting that it is because it's it's technically supposed to be a slower kind of beat song, and mm-hmm. so it's crazy that we're able to get through that. But I think it says a lot in it, and it's a, just a snapshot of one situation. Uh, and so much went into that thinking that in for only two minutes and whatever second it is. So it's really interesting to even go back and, you know, reminisce about it a little bit. It's yeah. really interesting. So anyways, that is Cravings. Crush Podcast by Marina City. Of course, I'm your host, Ryan, and you were just listening to Boom Boom Pow, Eric, the drummer. Uh, every single, <laughs> every single Crush Podcast is recorded in Ryan's bedroom studio with a blue microphone and a laptop with using Logic. Uh, Tucker the dog and Lily the cat are always in the room sleeping or laying or doing something goofy. So if you hear something weird, that's probably what that is. But anyways, thank you so much for hanging out with us here. We have more coming to you. So if you have questions, if you have anything that you want us to talk about in these podcasts, hit us up at thecrush@marinacityband.com or at marinacityband.com. Anything Marina City Band on social media. Thank you guys so much. We love you guys. Peace out. 